My auntie said to my DJ, Kenneth wasn't speaking. We were trying to get him to say a word, and I was just quiet. But in my head, I was be I was at war. In my head, I was at war. Welcome to another episode of Mental Hill Podcast. Today, we're joined by the one and only Shocker. And we're going to go through his life story and basically what's brought him here today and just, you know, the ups and downs of life, really. So, um, how you doing? <laughs> Over to me. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. I'm in a, um, I'm in a, I'm in a good space. Feels good to say that as well. No, it is. Considering yeah. like, you know, everything that I've mm. endured, but I'm in a good space. But, um, yeah, it's, it's like... Everything's happening so fast. Yeah, yeah. It always does, Yeah, it? like, it's, just, it's like it's just that overnight turnaround. Yeah. One minute you're at home looking at the ceiling, begging God or whatever you believe in out there to, like, help me and help me get out of my situation. Then the next minute, you're begging that same God <laughs> for, like, <laughs> like, to give me a break, to slow down. So, But I'm not complaining. Like, I'm, I'm completely grateful. You know which one you'd rather. Okay? Yes, I know which. I know what it felt like when I was just sitting there, like, bro, this is ridiculous. So, so your, like, journey, like, if we could go back to... Yeah. Where, did it all, where did your journey begin? Where did it's, it all start? I'll say, I'll say it started from my group. I was in a, Before I was solo, like this by myself, I was in a group. I was in a group called Marvel, it says on the back of the book. Right. Is this your book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, who is that? Yeah. Who's that fine young man? Who's that fine young man? Is he married? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in a collective called Marble, there's three of us, me, Double S and Vertex, three of us from Tottenham. And we just got together and we was like, let's just do this. But it was fun. Some of the best times of my life. I feel like what I'm doing now is still an amazing time, but it's more serious. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, more like you, purpose. You ain't got your mates around, have you? Yeah, you ain't got your mates around, and they still come though. I had a, um, I had a screening at the BAFTA for the ITV documentary, I I yeah. and they came and like it was all good. They all should but be they come for those bit moments. Oh but, yeah, like, when I'm doing stuff like this, it's a lonely journey. Yeah, yeah. No, I need to give you a no one was, Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, where you going to? I meant health podcast, and uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's all these little bits that build up that you don't, they don't see going on behind the scenes, isn't it? All these things you have to do to. Yeah, but like. As in your, um, like, would you say you, obviously, with the mental health side of things, yeah. why are you so, what is your passion? Why are you so passionate about, you know, the mental health and helping people? And what is it that drives you to... I to... think I think it's because um, um, I saw something on TikTok. I don't know what I was watching, but he said, everyone that's helped someone with something has tasted from that experience they're helping, helping them from. And it's so true. Um because I've experienced being sectioned and I've experienced having a breakdown and I've experienced the lowest of the lows mm -hmm. mentally, yeah. I can't turn a blind eye now. No, no, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even if it's a DM or someone saying how they're feeling, I can't ignore it. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that I've experienced, I, I, know like, what, yeah. I know what they're You've feeling. You've got an obligation. I've got an obligation. I know what they're feeling. Whereas it's like some, someone the other day asked me to promote one of, it's a, it was another, um, you know like how they're sick as hell when there's other ones? Mm. Yeah, Even yeah, though yeah, I haven't yeah. experienced that, I still promoted it for them because mm. now I understand, like, I'm not... Because that's how I was with mental health. Yeah. Once upon a time, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now I look at that word and I'm like, oh, it's probably just as real as what I'm going through, but I just don't know about it. Yeah. yeah but before you suffered, like, the mental health, did you, like... I, I was so ignorant to it. Yeah, exactly. I had yeah. people in my hair yeah. that I was talking to themselves. Yeah. I had this guy, there's this guy called Batman. I mentioned it in another documentary I did. We used to call him Batman because, like, he used to just, you know, talk to, like... Mm. 
punk because he used to be a boxer. Okay. He was like a proper big boxer, but his wife left him. Then his mental health deteriorated. Yeah, yeah. Then she divorced him, and like he lost it. And like he used to be just roaming around the area. Just, and we used to make fun of him. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I was just so ignorant to mental That's health. And then, a lot of people don't think he even exists even now. They think yeah. it's all made up. It's yeah. a load of. I think even when I went through it, yeah, I was still quite ignorant to it. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, it's not really affecting me. Like I'm yeah. just gone crazy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like I, I didn't. I didn't go, oh, I've got mental health. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think when you come out the other side, yeah. it's more that you go, yeah, I know how shit this can be. And there wasn't right. even the language to articulate it. No, no, no. When no. I got sectioned back in 2012, they, I wish there was um, this podcast or like, mm. I could have learned from some, I, I was itching for um, information mm. or some sort of clarity because I've got no brothers and sisters. No, I mean, you no should have turn to, no, no one to turn to. No. Usually, it's your older brother that like gives you yeah, all the yeah. game and says, "This is what's going on. This is how this you talk to girls. This is what yeah, you should yeah. look out for. These are yeah. the trainers you wear." I never had any of that, so like, I was kind of fathered by my environment, like the streets or my friends. So you growing up, did you was, was your like your upbringing and like growing up was that? Do you think that played a big part of the set game section? Yeah, definitely. Um, not my up, not my upbringing in terms of like how I was in my area, but my upbringing at home. Right. Okay. Because um, I was raised by my mum and my dad went in my life. Right. Okay. And I'm my only child, so I was like my mum's like pride and joy. Yeah, cool. So oh, she your really, boy, right? yeah, yeah. So she really like sheltered me yeah, yeah, from yeah. so many experiences, and that's not good. No, no. I no. thought it was good because I no. thought I was like you're safe. Yeah, like but oh, actually you're not. You're not. Oh, I thought like when I get the plates dirty, and my mum's like, no, nah, just leave it. And I thought, okay, I got, yeah, why not? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm luckily this is it. So at the moment we're having that with my wife at the moment. I'm telling my son, you know, you got do these old things. No, he yourself. has to. You he's, got experience everything yourself. He's got to. And don't shelter him from stuff. I he's mean, got to. If there's something going on, even on the street, it's like don't shelter him from it because he needs to grow immune, not immune to it, but he needs to be able to cope with. Yeah, things, no, he's got know? to. I'm, because I tell you what. The other week we come back from from London, we come off the train, and there was there was a fight going on in the car park across across the street from where mm-hmm. my mum parked the car. Yeah, and he basically has now that's now playing on his mind because he see this happen. Yeah, because he's so sheltered from everything. Yeah, he didn't know he that didn't, even he existed. He never seen anything like that before. Yeah, and yesterday when we went we went up so to actually been Ricky up and we had to park in a similar car park. He got all agitated. He didn't want to yeah. park in the car park. Yeah. He wanted to park close to the restaurant because yeah. he even his mind. But I said, no, Harrison, you need to. Yeah. Life is not. Like Peaches all, and roses. Yeah, you yeah. need to see everything in life. I'm yeah. like, you know, life's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really is. So going yeah. back to what you're saying is yeah. that you were, you were your only child yes, you brought up your mum and father figure in there. Yeah. Which was cool in growing up. When you were in like, it, when you're it. in it, it's like, oh yeah, you can do the dishes. Oh, you want to do my washing? Yeah. You want to, do you know what I mean? And then you're having, and I had, my house was like the popular house for like console, game consoles. I had GameCube, Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah. I had oh, all of them. Back. So all my... <laughs> you showed your age there. <laughs> so all my friends used to come to my house. Ah, oh, let's go to Kenneth's house. Let's go to Shocker's house. Yeah, yeah. He's got all the games. Yeah. Yeah, His yeah, house yeah. is so sick. His mum makes us food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I never had that. But then when we grew up, I saw the difference. Because then when I faced my first, like, getting dropped from the record label, which um, started off my depression. A big kick in the It wasn't... Bit. It wasn't... Because my other two band members never spiralled the way I spiralled. No. That I mean, but I took it completely different. Everyone affects everyone differently. That's, mm. everyone, that's true. That is a great point. But my one was ten times worse because, like, I'd never faced no adversity. Period. No, I was no, living no, in a fairy yeah. tale, yeah, yeah. and that was like that was like one of my main issues when I got mm. sectioned. Anyway, was like, how can this happen to me? I'm the golden child. 
I'm the one. Mummy always looks so did that that mean? Was that was Did that send you spiraling in? Yeah. That's that, what he was. Then. Yeah, that's, that was like the catalyst. That was like the catalyst of everything. That's the part I've got to in your, in your book. Yeah. So I got to that part. Yeah, yeah, that was like the catalyst being um, <laughs> losing the record deal. So, and I learned that's a lot of artist story. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of people's story. I met Beverly Knight's husband recently. Okay. I was doing a talk and he was just there at the front mm. like this little cute dog. <laughs> and he came up to me after and said, I love your story. My wife went through the same thing. I was like, he's your wife. He showed me a picture of his um, screensaver. And it was him and Beverly Knight on their wedding day. And I was like, oh, <laughs> where's she? Because she kind of went quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's doing theatres now. Yeah. He was like, yeah, she went through similar things. And I was like, that is a common story. Mm. But no one, not a lot of artists expressed it. But I wish someone had said like, you know, record labels are not your yeah, friends, yeah, or like no, no. Record, only... record labels are a bit like HR in a business. They're out to look yeah. after themselves. They're not out to look after you. You, you're the benefit to them if you do well, yeah. or if they think you're the. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I think, yeah, if you're if you're susceptible, you're never kind of been in that place where you yeah. had any sort of hardship or yeah. rejection. Exactly. I think the rejection. Rejection. Especially, exactly. I'm guessing. I'm not. Tell me if it's not true, but if your mum's mm. showing you so much love, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm not, she's never going to reject me. So then yeah. I think when a rejection does come, you're like, what's this? Because you go out into the world happen. with that identity of like, everyone's going to love me. Everyone's going to love me. Mm. And then when you get the first pushback or the first rejection, you can't, you don't even know how to take it or where to start. It's such a shock, no <laughs> pun intended. It's such a shock. But, um, but it's funny how everything's come full circle because the people that signed me with the group, mm. we're like on the best terms now. Mm. I just did an event for them. They called me to come and do something. They come calling things. back. Like, so like, every, no, <laughs> but everything's just come full like, circle. So yeah, yeah. it all worked out. And I got to ask them like, what happened? Because when we got dropped from the record label, I thought they just I'm not asking you the records. Like, what'd you done? Yeah, like, well, yeah, why, what happened there? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, we never had no more money. Hmm. That's why we didn't do the next song. And I was like, oh, because the way it looked, like it wasn't successful. It was Jack. exactly. Yeah. And um, and it's just the way everything went cold afterwards. Because I remember being at the house Christmas in the garden, kicking mm. football with the whole family. And the next minute, we can't get no calls returned. And like, you know how it goes. Yeah. You, you saying that about the yeah. going full circle. I don't know. There's a there's a quote, a, a little story Denzel Washington speaks about. And yeah. he says that when he first started out his journey, he went for an audition at this theatre house. And he'd never been rejected before. And he, he didn't get the part. Yeah. And he walked away and he was, you know, he was so down. He was distraught. Yeah. And he thought his life had finished. And then... He said, like, 25 years later, after he'd, he'd made it, he was back at that same theatre house. That's he'd crazy. done a presentation in front of, like, 125,000 people at the same spot where he got rejected. He was now, he, he was the man in charge. He, I love that. He was like, yeah, I love, you know, he's a motivational guy. He's so yeah. inspirational. But, um, so, it just shows, like you say, things do, do go... Yeah, yeah I love go, those full circle moments. Full circle. I think as well, like, I saw Ed Sheeran say something, and he said, no one learns from their achievements. They yeah. always learn from their failures. It's true. And... Well, this is kind of yeah, yeah. This is it. This is proof, all proof my point, isn't it? this. This has got like this ain't even just my music failures that's in here. Obviously, you haven't read the whole book, but this has got like yeah. no spoilers, please. This, is, <laughs> <laughs> this has got like my failures as like just a human being. Mm. Period. Just like the stage because I talk about. This is, yourself, this is putting yourself out there, isn't it? This yeah, is like, every this weakness. When I, did, when I did the book launch and people were like buying the book and putting it in their bag, I felt like they were taking a piece of me with them. I was like, what you're going home to read tonight is me. Like, next time you see me and you're just staring at me, <laughs> I don't know why what you read. At some points, they're, they're reading stuff about you yeah. that you never felt 
like the guts to tell people. Yeah, exactly. Some they're... things I've only said in the book. I yeah. haven't even said out loud. Sometimes it's easier to put it on paper than yeah. to tell it out loud sort of thing. So Definitely. Let's see, how long was you sectioned for? Let's I was sectioned for, I've been sectioned four times. Last time was last year when my mother passed away. And before that, I was like six years, cool. Hmm. Um, but let me go back. I got sectioned for the first time in 2012, then 2014, then 2016, then um, 2022, last year. And do you, do you sort of feel it coming on? Do you sort of like, do you know, like do you... I do now. I do. I've been sectioned enough times to kind of know. I've been there, done that. I've been there, done Yeah, I can see when I'm inspiring, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Because like I couldn't identify it before, and they normally say you can only identify after your first breakdown. Then you can look back and be like, okay, this, this, That's this, the and trigger this. Points. Those are the trigger points. But before that, you got to be really good to be able to see your trigger points before your first actual breakdown. You can't before really you're notice getting it. Dragged and <laughs> yeah. Getting so now I can see it. I can feel it. I know how my body changes. Um, I know how my thoughts start racing. I know that panic attack feeling I get. I know that it's time to retreat now and you know, I'm whatever you, I'm doing. So I'm guessing you've got like a support network. Yeah, you've got definitely. people you can go to to go, look, I'm yeah. struggling. This is only yeah. going to go badly for both. Yeah, definitely. I've got a great support network. I've even got you guys. I've mm. got extended support networks outside my family, which had, which didn't exist before. Yeah. But there's like tons of, even if I can't talk to my family, I can just DM you guys yeah. and be like, this is a bit of a random one, but do well, you know what I mean? We've been fucking each other years. Yeah, yeah. Like it had been... Four or five months. Yeah. Like, it's been ages. And I'm yeah. like, we've got to do something. got to do something. Yeah, got to yeah. do something. And yeah. it's like, your book's coming out. We've got a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is perfect time. Yeah. So it all comes back around. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got like extended family. So like, it's amazing. No, that's... So, yeah. So it's great. As you, at least you've identified the points now. Yeah, you, definitely. You know, you can, so after, after, obviously after the, like the section then, obviously, yeah. what else would you say, like... Where else would you say you can like you help the community and stuff like that? Do you, do you get a lot of people that come to you and say, do you get them DMs now? And you're, I get ah, oh, my DMs are my DMs are um, emotional and beautiful at the same time. It's yeah. emotional what they're telling me about, but it's beautiful that I've affected them in a way that they can come to yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And these are some people that's never spoken ever. Someone told me the other day that his mum's got bipolar. And like they've hid it since they've been young, mm. so the kids are always saying, "How come we never come to your house? We've never seen your mum, you mm. know." And, they've, and he's never got to speak about it. But he said, "Because of me, he's finally started to say like, oh, this is what my mum's got.' Yeah. And like, and I can imagine holding that burden for like so long, wanting to tell your friends or wanting to talk to someone. And a lot of a lot of messages I've been getting is they don't have the mental health issue, but it's their fam it's their friends and family. So their brother or their sister. And they don't know how to deal with it. And they don't know how to deal with it. And they've never known. And they've just like, you know, hid that side. So now I feel like I'm like the mouthpiece for like Yeah, no, no. So those people. people need the support as much. Yeah, definitely. Like I'll speak from like from my experiences of like my mental health and like my drug addiction. Yeah. Like my parents and my auntie and even like Sophie as well, like my missus, they went through, like, I put them through hell. Yeah. And I think I put them through worse than I was going through myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't get the support. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think to be honest, that people, the support network need, need as much support. Yeah, 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 the support network needs support. <laughs> yeah, no. No, it's true, yeah. it's true. You, you said, I heard you say, you just said that um, last year you, when you were sectioned again, you lost your you lost your mum. Yeah. Which is, well, sorry to hear that. I mean, yeah. I, losing a parent is 
one of the hardest things yeah, ever. I lost, my, I lost my dad when I was 11. Yeah. And then my mum remarried and I lost my stepdad last year. Yeah. He was longer, he was my dad longer than my dad. Like, yeah, my mum yeah, was married yeah. for over 20 odd years. And yeah. I lost him last year. And then obviously I lost my brother the year before that. Yeah. And then as well. Yeah. So dealing with a loss yeah. is... It, and that was my a... first mate, first funeral. Well, that I went first funeral. It's so hard to lose someone. Because yeah. that then you could think you're... Like you just said, you was great six years straight yeah. all that. And then all of a sudden, one yeah. one thing, I mean, it's a massive that thing. That was a massive thing. Bro. Massive thing. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a little blip. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. One, that's something you can't prepare for. So I had all the angles covered. That's what I'm saying. You do can't you prepare for that. You even sit there. I, like, I do it. Like, it sounds really sadistic, but I do. I sit there and I go, what am I going to feel like? Yeah, I've, yeah, I've done I, that. I, yeah. I did it like my dog... Like we had to put my dog down like in June and yeah. I was like, oh, she stopped me from committing suicide. Yeah. Like, she was that much of a, like my a bond with her. Yeah. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like we, we filmed a podcast two days before we had to put her down. Yeah. And no, it was a day before. It was literally the, not, the afternoon before. And I was, I was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to cope? How am I going to cope? Yeah. And you put run through all these little things in your mind yeah. and then it happens and you just go. Well, yeah. That wasn't like. goes out the window. Yeah. That ch- that wasn't on the checklist. Yeah, that yeah. Like, yeah. And it, it really does. It's true. It's true. Like, there's no. I thought I had all angles covered, <laughs> but like, because I always say to myself, I was like, all right, cool. If I can go back to last year, I can go back to because my mom had cancer. Yeah. So, so I, saw, I yeah. watched the whole. Sorry, you know it's how it's the developed. worst. It's the worst. It's the worst thing ever. I mean, yeah. You can see it happening. Yes. Like, both my parents was exactly the same. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sadistic, but you'd rather it just. Suddenly, then you can see them deteriorate. You can you, they go through they go through hell, don't they? You can physically see yourself losing someone. As, yeah, as I happens. don't know about the suddenly. No. It depends the person. Yeah, for me, I don't think the sudden suddenly I wouldn't be here if it was suddenly. Yeah, because it would have just caught me off guard. Yeah, like just getting a phone call, me just being here chilling, getting a phone call but saying, one. "Finish me." Yeah. So the kind of it prepares you as well. That was it? that was the only part that I was like, okay. They're prepared because I kind of knew. So ahead, I'm already knowing that, okay, in six months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The only part I couldn't deal with is the deterioration part. Yeah, that's fine. That Seeing part, that part if you can skip, that part is the worst part. Yeah, that's, like, that's, my, my wife's, my wife's mum, she's going through cancer yeah. at the moment. And it's just seeing, like, yeah. from when I, like, when me and my wife first got together and to see, like, my mother-in-law now. Like it's it's just it's just an awful thing to yeah, see, but definitely. at the same time you can kind of at least you know end points. Yeah, know. exactly. It's it's a weird. It's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the way it breaks the person yeah, down. Like, yeah. like I say, my stepdad, for instance, was what eight months ago. Yeah, and he was he's six foot eight, big guy. He was like 23, 23 24 stone. Yeah. big guy, um, and it just literally brings him down to not couldn't can't yeah, walk, couldn't yeah, get up, yeah, couldn't move. Literally, yeah. just totally. Yeah. You know, couldn't go to do nothing for yourself yeah. anymore, and it's it's not nice for them because you know, for me, such a proud person, yeah. seeing having to go through all that stuff, exactly that gets in your head as yes. well. Seeing them do that, that's yes. not, that just turns your head. Yes. So, exactly. if anyone's been through that, I mean, it's tough. And they gave my mum the wrong medication during the end, so mm. she started like hallucinating and stuff, and that was like difficult to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think, and we didn't find out until we knew something. It was like my mom was not; she's so not, not that, but yeah. yeah. So when she was talking, just saying stuff like just whatever. I don't know what made my auntie check, but she checked, and they gave her like I forgot what the medicine was, but I think it's um, if someone's getting close to death, yeah, yeah, 
it's a medication yeah, that yeah. helps or some something like yeah, that. I know exactly what just it chill is. Out yeah, or some shit like that. But like they give it to my dad as well. And it triggered yeah. something and like so that yeah, was a much you can lose not, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like I remember when she was in hospital and we were asking about her, they'd be like, Oh, um, are you talking about the woman that says there's someone standing by her bed or like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like shit like that. And like um that's the thing. It was, it was hard to hear because, like, my mum's just not that person. That's the thing. If you're used to someone being quite switched yeah, up, yeah, like, exactly, knows everything that's going on. Exactly. The thing as well, like, especially with a single mum as well. Yeah. She's in charge of everything. She knows yeah. what's happening. Yeah. She knows what you're doing before you know. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, she must play both parts. Of yeah, life, like she mum did. And dad, so she, she was, did. Yeah. So then when you get to that, and then yeah. you see the complete opposite. Yeah, she's exactly. Like away with the fairy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So just on the on the back of the um, the book there, what is what's this he was diagnosed with? I can't even read that. Paranoid schizophrenia. schizophrenia. Oh, okay. So that's what they. That's, that's what. what I, so first, I got diagnosed with manic depression. Yeah. Then it evolved into paranoid schizophrenia, how, and like how, I'm still trying to. I'm. That's what the ITV document is about. It's me going on the journey, learning more about how diagnosis. Did you kind of because if you say schizophrenia and schizophrenic. Yeah. We all look. We all think of like the Hollywood films, yeah. like the horror films. That's the only way it's been depicted. Yeah, it's been depicted as this crazy person that goes on mass murder spree with axes or stuff. Yeah. How did you like when you were told when a doctor sat there went, "This is your diagnosis." What yeah. was your like? Oh no, I've now got to go to Hollywood and be a horror film <laughs> star because I've got. Do you know what? It wasn't hard to believe because I knew how I was behaving when I had my breakdown. The only reason why it's difficult for people to believe is because they see me like this. So they're thinking, they don't correlate here, yeah, yeah. parallel. But my aunties and people that are close to me, the circle that see me when I was like hallucinating or having that breakdown, they will understand like, okay, that diagnosis kind of makes sense yeah. of what happened. But mm. to, you know, maybe you guys are like my supporters that see me like this. It's like, no. Yeah, you yeah. yeah like what are you mm. talking about? Yeah. But um, I like that because that kind of back counter attacks the, um, the um, stigma that, people that is diagnosed with schizophrenia is only one way it's violent or like that i mean i've met other schizophrenia patients that's like only when they're having their episode that you see the yeah. schizophrenia do you and, know what I mean? and, it, and it's not always just violent violent outbursts yeah just like some is that mine's the opposite mine's like i get really quiet yeah and i'm not talking like my auntie said to my dj um kenneth wasn't speaking we was trying to get him to say a word and i was just quiet but in my head, I was be, I was at war. <laughs> in my head, I was at war. But like, I thought you guys could hear it, but you can't. But like, do you know what I mean? I don't know if you've had that before, where like it's a bit you're like not a, talking, but like in here, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit like sleep paralysis. Yeah, when you feel like you're mo- like you can't talk. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird. Yeah, that is that is sleep paralysis. Yeah. If you ever suffered of it, I I feel so sorry for you. When you're laying there and there's a dark figure in the in the corner of the room yeah. it's coming to get you and yeah. you can't move, move yeah. and when you're shat literally I was on my on my side and Sophie was there and I saw this figure coming and grabbing her and I was well I yeah. thought yeah. I was like yeah. nothing was coming <laughs> yeah, out yeah, yeah. and it is I woke I had up one and with I was my... soaking wet yeah. and sweat it yeah. was awful yeah I had one with my mum just like right next to me mm. and I was shouting and nothing comes nothing. out and then when I woke up I tell you what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, it's so it's like you're awake before you're awake yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nuts it's one it of the most scariest things <laughs> <laughs> seriously so if you have one good luck <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. obviously we need people to buy the book I don't want to go too much into the, the book but obviously yes. we're going to post the, this in the you know we get the description and everything but you, I just heard you say about ITV 
Yes, and ITV, um, well, the book. Let's start here. The book's this called, book. this book right here, this <laughs> yeah. fella here. What's his name, Kenneth? Oh, no, nice Nigerian name, I think that is. Yeah. Shoka, um, <laughs> section of my life. Um, it started off with, yes, last year, yesterday, you know, last year, um, the idea was birthed when I was sectioned. I wrote so many poems in hospital and I was like, okay, because Tupac had a book called The Rose That Grew From The Concrete mm. and it had all these poems in yeah. prison and whatever he did. And I was like, I want to do that. I love like my, do you know what I, I mean? I want to be Tupac. Yeah, I want to, <laughs> yeah, man, later on I want to, so, ah, that's what he was thinking when he was in hospital. So I wrote all these poems and then came out, got the book deal and the publishers was like, if people read these poems of just you talking about being sectioned, they're going to want to know more. Yeah. Why is every poem about what happened? How did he get there? What, do you know what I mean? What's yeah. the story? So they said, tell your story and put the poems at each chapter of the story. Yeah. And it's beautiful how it turned out because the poems fit each chapter. Yeah. I didn't write it that way. I just wrote random poems. Yeah, but... I'll, I'll, yeah without picking you up a bit, that it does fit perfectly. <laughs> yeah. at, the end of the, at the end of the chapter, like I, like I said to you before, yeah. like, before like, I like the fact that it's got those poems, but you've got at the end of each chapter yeah. some form of like mindfulness yeah questions or, or yeah. like questions <laughs> it feels like you're being quizzed like, <laughs> yeah. you have to like remember what you just read like <laughs> test in every chapter yeah but, but it but it's, it's good because I think like when you're asking like what what do you feel bad for yes. like, what what do you like what do you what are you proud of and yeah. stuff like that I think sometimes no one gets asked that question yes yes exactly Be- because like people I think most people you get people that do like to brag and show off but so most people, if you were asked, like, what are you proud of? You're not going to, it's not going to be yeah. honest. Not, it is a, it's a Think big about, yeah, thinking test. Exactly. You go, actually, then what do you define by proud? Like, yeah, exactly. You could go, well, I managed to get a job. But, <laughs> yeah. but then people go, have you got three kids? Yeah. Like, so like, then you can go, oh, I'm proud of being a dad. Yeah. But yeah, like, I think at the end of each chapter, it's nice to have something like yeah. that. That's the section of your life bit. So mm. I wanted to be section of my life and then the, the poems and the questions are section of your life. Right. So it gives you a chance to like think, think about what's because yeah. people never do. And that's what helped me, the introspective side. I had so much idle time that I made good use of though. Some people have idle time and they just squat here. I don't know what they're doing, but so what's that's Netflix what Netflix is. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> but I made good use. Those were the questions I was asking myself. Question every all those questions are the questions that like purpose. There's a chapter about purpose. I'm asking myself, what's my purpose? Do I think I got one? All these questions are like um, that's what helped me. So hopefully it does the same for someone else. Yeah, like for me, like I'm a because because I've got ADHD. Yeah, I don't read. Well, I do, but I skim read. Yes, and I'm I can I can take in the whole book. Yeah, I, I'll pick out like a D from one yeah. word and an A from another, <laughs> yeah. but I know the whole sentence. Yeah, but this somewhere I think because it's about mental health and it's yeah. about your journey. Yeah. It's, I've actually found myself, literally the book came through and I went, I'll be 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. like that. I was reading and reading and reading. And, it's, and someone was saying how um, the way it's written, it's being it's spaced out. Yeah, it's spaced out. So it's like, you know the little writing, yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. it even more draining. So you can have a, a, a thicker book, so you can have more faith. <laughs> I didn't want a big, we called it a fuck-off book. <laughs> I wanted a big fuck-off book. I wanted actually, I wanted a book book. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I wanted yeah. to feel proud of it. I don't yeah. look back 10 you years and be like, what was this? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I wanted to feel like I wrote something. Like, this feels like I actually, like... Not just a leaflet. I wanted to look at it and be like, oh, God, i got to get through all of this. Yeah. Double-sided, man. Yeah. <laughs> just an eight more bit of paper, that's it. <laughs> and yeah, the ITV documentary is called Black Boys Can Cry. Um, a woman called Jessica, she's a director. She um, got a job at ITV. Then she called me and said, I want to do my first documentary on you. 
And then here we are, comes out next Sunday, October the 8th, 10.45. On and that, it's a beautiful piece. On that, is that sort of like, in the black culture, is that more of a taboo? Like mental health, talking about it? 100%. But we know we know a lot of things are 100%. more to going. Of course it is. Of course it is. I fought with my family to like do what I'm doing now. Is that I used to have like interviews and tell them I'm just going to the park. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because I couldn't say like I'm going to do this interview. Because they'd be like, oh, why are you going to go there and tell them your business? That's what they call it. Tell yeah, them your business. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. No one needs to know this. Just keep it to yourself. Keep it. Even my mum, like I love like... Um... When she just came, because she went to Nigeria and she came back and obviously she was real slim and she went looking good and um, was like, you need to get an ambulance, go to the hospital and just see, just check out, just check yourself out. And she was like, um, I don't want the ambulance to come and pick me up in front of the building for everyone to see. And I was like, what the, f- what are you talking about? So proud. Yeah. yeah She's yeah, like, yeah. I can't let people see me going into the ambulance. That's what we're dealing with. That's the, that's. That's what we're dealing with, my well, friends. What you just said there was, you know, it's no one wants to know your, wants to know your business, keep it to yourself. That's how you get in this situation. Yeah. Like, keeping it locked up. Yeah. Locked up, that you, you can't feel like you but can't like, speak. But like, she was in, this is life and death situation we're talking about. And she's still rather getting shown. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean, bro? Yeah, that's this is what we're dealing with. This is how far we're willing to go. So, um, and then the whole stigma around crying, like black men are looked as like aggressive and... Yeah looked at like they don't even have emotional feelings so it's good to see the documentary and see that side and like um yeah it's no, powerful that should be so when's that you say it's october october the 8th, 8th next sunday no. it's out now actually on itvx but i'm trying to i want people to see it on tv uh, yeah you know taking yeah. the selfies and putting it on the uh, on the stories yeah <laughs> yeah no that's cool <laughs> yeah no that sounds sounds like it so is it is it, is it different from the book the documentary um, or is it similar? It goes along. You'll understand if you've read the book, you'll understand what's going on in the documentary. So I got two doc I got two um screenings out at the moment. I got another one, which I like how they balance each other out. The ITV screening is with other black men, but I'm just a reoccurring person that it comes back to in the documentary. Then I've got another documentary that's out that's just me. Okay. And that screening is on the tenth of October. That's uh, man, World Men Health Day. Yeah, World Men Health Day, and that's sold out two hundred and fifty people in the cinema. Oh, is that that's every man, is it? That's every man, yeah, that's every man. In London? In London. So um, they're going to get two perspectives. Sweet. That's what I was worried about. Mm. When I got the call to do both documentaries, I was thinking, I don't want the story just to be like, track on. But yeah. they made it different. Both of them got different things. Like, the ITV documentary, I sit down with like a um, psychiatrist, mm. which is different to the other one, because I don't have stuff like that in that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just amazing. Is that something you're still constantly doing with like psychiatry and therapy not really but they offered it and I thought why not I'm ready to do mm. that now the only reason I never did that all these years is because I wasn't ready to do it the the concept didn't make sense to me I was like I'm not gonna yeah. I still was under the stigma of like going to sit down with someone and like do I don't want to tell someone else yeah exactly problems. I don't even want my problems <laughs> yeah no, no. and plus I've got music music has served as like a therapist for me for yeah, all these years yeah that's what about your music so is that still something you as well as all your book, your documentaries, you're still progressing with your music. Yeah, it's definitely. I just finished the album. I just finished the album called Vulnerability is a New Call. It's like a, it's, it's a mental health album. Yeah, my missus found a good song, Self Love. Yes. Yours. Oh, my uh, God. Like, 
It's kind of it's kind of very like Afro beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that, that's why that's going to get played. Yeah. And the thing is now, because I like it, because yeah. of my ADHD, that's going to get played now 400 yeah. times in yeah. two days. Thank like, you. Just, yeah. Spotify, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll play it this morning. Or Apple. Yeah. So, well, you yeah. Just keep, yeah. Just keep doing it. Yeah. 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 Well, well, yeah. That song changed my life. That song changed my life. That song was the first time I got signed for. After all the whole Marvel situation, mm. getting yeah. dropped on the label, signed by myself as a um, um, solo artist. And that gave me so much confidence because, like, for some reason in my head, because we got signed and we never broke past that barrier, I always had, like, a limitation in my head well, that said, I couldn't get a record deal. Or, like, you said in your book, the other two guys, they had something to fall back Yeah, on, exactly. And you did it. And, and I've never like, done nothing like that. Yeah. So it was new. For everything I'm doing now... I feel like I'm in a dream because it's all new for me. Yeah. Like my other member, Double S, was like a star before he even got into the group. <clears throat> Everyone knew him in the area. He was like, yeah. then the other one did um, videos. He's a director, so he did end dubs his videos. And since I was the only one that hadn't achieved anything on my own. So you you had the most to lose. So I had the most to lose. Mm. So now when I'm doing TED Talks and ITV and sold out shows, and it's all a dream it's to me. It's, like, it's, it's all me and it, yeah. it feels good, but it's just weird. It's I different. suppose as well, like you're not kind of riding on someone else's coattails. Yeah. Like, yeah. if anything, people are riding on yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So it's when's true. your new album dropping? Um, I ain't got a date yet, but I'm thinking early 2024. Okay. Definitely. Nice. Early 2024. the beginning of December, Christmas, see? <laughs> no, but Christmas, everything shuts down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything shuts down. So I'll be... New year, new you. I'll be, yeah, new year, new me. I'll be back, though. I'll be so back. when's your Christmas number one coming out, then? <laughs> <laughs> that battle is... That fight, that's when the Adele's and the Eds pop out. Like... You have to say stupid, don't you, like, to get there now? Yeah, no. no, no, no. Like, no the heavyweight, Mariah Carey pops out. Every year, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to get a yearly fun. That fight's not worth it, bro. That fight is not worth it. Well, especially now you've got Lab Bible doing, singing about sausage rolls. You've got no challenge. <laughs> yeah. like, this year we're going to sing about something really Yeah, random. that fight is not worth it. It's not, I'll, I'll settle for, I don't know, it's, yeah, not Christmas number one, I don't know. Christmas so, number two, that'd do. Yeah, Christmas <laughs> top ten, I love that. But yeah, no, it's been amazing having you on. Yeah, appreciate it. And yeah, hope you'll get to the end of the book. Yeah, definitely, let me know, man. Let yeah, me know your definitely, thoughts. because, yeah, it is a good read, so you can borrow it afterwards. Yeah, cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah. Or you can buy it for offer of Amazon. That's a better option. Yeah. You know, I need to. Yeah, yes, yes. He's got no promo codes either. So <laughs> gonna have to pay full price. I really don't have promo codes, don't I? Oh, Fucking hell. Shocking. Shocker. Shocker from shocking. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been amazing having you on. Yeah, uh, yeah appreciate hopefully it. We can do some more stuff together. I'll be back. Yeah. Album. Album. I'll be back in the seat. You have my word. I'll be back here for the album. Let's do it. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Pleasure. Appreciate it, guys. Cheers.